Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include the CDC's edict on housing policy and shielding, what the Fed is up to, and if the global recovery is in jeopardy. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Candor. Have you heard of Candor yet? As you'll hear shortly, they're gaining groundswell for their dynamic, adaptive, and automated underwriting engine. The 10-year yield is back down to 1.22%. Watch those early payoff penalties. Along those lines, are you servicing loans? Mind your P's and Q's, and then some. The report from the CFPB shows the agency is making it clear that it intends to prioritize monitoring mortgage servicers and how they are dealing with struggling borrowers. This is just one example of the interaction with, some would say, interference by, the U.S. government and housing. The Center for Disease Control, CDC, edict on housing policy and shielding prompted one regional production manager from Massachusetts to write, asking, Presidential administrations cause enough trouble and confusion setting housing policy. Now we have the CDC involved? Are we bringing back leper colonies? As part of the infrastructure package, the government is looking at what amounts to an alternative minimum tax for corporations. It supposedly would look at increases in book value and tax that increase at 15% as a floor. Think mortgage servicing rights. As of now, mortgage servicing rights are capitalized when created, and there is no income realized until they are sold or fees are collected. The MBA is on it, since under the new proposal, MSRs would be taxed immediately, since book value increases once they are capitalized. If Basel-like capital requirements are placed on non-bank Ginny May originators, it will impact MSR pricing and therefore borrowers' rates. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest on employment, business opportunity, and transitions, lender and broker services and products, and company-sponsored events, visit robchrisman.com. While the Fed can't control the supply and demand imbalance in the housing market, nor does it directly set mortgage rates, it can influence mortgage rates. This issue will probably push up the tapering process, especially for MBS purchases. And the Fed is watching plenty. Widespread price inflation continues to be one of the main economic themes in the moment. The consumer price index increased for the seventh consecutive month in July, and nearly every subcomponent is above the Fed's 2% annual threshold, many significantly. Energy prices were up 24% over the last 12 months, and used cars are up 42%. Core prices gained 4.3% for the year. Producer prices have also held above the Fed's threshold, with headline prices up 7.8% for the year, the highest annual reading since 2011. Elsewhere, last week we learned that initial claims for unemployment were 375,000 for the week ending August 7th, more or less within the range observed for most of the summer. Purchase mortgage applications remain a little soft, which may indicate soft new existing and home sales for July when those numbers are released. The question on many people's lips these days is if the global recovery is in jeopardy. It will certainly have an impact on mortgage rates, whichever way things go versus expectations. Maybe it was just some start-of-the-week nervousness yesterday, but economic slowdown concerns driven by weak data out of China, a weaker-than-expected Empire State Manufacturing survey at home, and the Delta variant around the world weighed on sentiment. That isn't even mentioning the Taliban forces quickly taking control of Afghanistan. By the end of the day, Treasuries had rallied slightly, and the MBS basis closed mostly wider. 
Today's economic calendar contains the most market-moving data of the week and is already out of the gate with July retail sales. Down 1.1%, not good, but June was revised higher. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales for the week ending August 14th, July industrial production and capacity utilization, June business inventories, and the NAHB housing market index for August. Fed Chair Powell and Minneapolis Fed President Kashkari are both scheduled to speak in the afternoon. The desk will purchase up to $4.4 billion of conventional MBS across 15-year 1.5% and 2%, and 30-year 2% and 2.5%. Yesterday, Boston Fed President Rosengren said the economic outlook has improved despite the Delta variant, and that he expects the Fed will soon begin reversing accommodative policy by saying in September that it is going to start tapering its asset purchases in October. The Fed wants to avoid a repeat of the 2013 taper tantrum, where rising treasury yields got away from them quickly. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged and the 10-year yielding 1.24% after closing yesterday 1.26% on continued virus fears and international unrest, causing a flight to quality in our bond market. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Carol Kay suggests that if you think that you're smarter than the previous generation, 50 years ago the owner's manual of a car showed you how to adjust the valves. Today it warns you not to drink the contents of the battery. (laughs) Thanks again to Candor for sponsoring today's podcast. I look forward to hearing more great things. Want to know more? Go to candortechnology.com. Tell them Robbie Christman sent you. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.